0: Now entering Nerdist.com. Let me ask you a question. Are you getting enough? I bet you'd love more, right? Well, AdamandEve.com wants to give you more with 10 free gifts. First, you'll get a little sexy surprise for you. Second, a specially selected toy for your friend. And third, a little something we know everybody will enjoy. Plus, you'll get six full-length DVDs. Adult style, you know what I'm saying Number 10 The 10th gift is free shipping On your entire order Gotta love that So what do you have to do to get your 10 free gifts? It's not hard Yet, Just go to AdamandEve.com and select any one item. It could be an adventurous new toy, sexy piece of lingerie, or anything you desire. Just enter offer code SEXNERD at checkout, and you'll get the 10 free gifts. Go check out AdamandEve.com today. Select one item, and you'll get 10 things, including free shipping, when you enter offer code SEXNERD. That's S-E-X-N-E-R-D at AdamandEve.com to the sex nerd Sandra Podcast. Whoa, what are these kids doing in here? Hey, if you're under eighteen, go ask your mom. Now that we're alone, let's start the show. Hey, Sandra Doherty here we are about to embark on the vaginal fisting episode. But first, uh, let me just tell you that it may sound a little different because I am trapped in an airport this morning. Yes, it's true. it's very early. And I've been here for hours because I made bad decisions in my life. Uh, so I've been running away from small children who pop up everywhere in order to record this intro. Um, the Ebola virus has been on a lot of news stations. They play that very loud to scare all the travelers. Oh, scare us so much. Um, I just want to get into it. So, dates. Hey, I'm flying. The reason I'm in an airport is to get back to LA. I've been in New York for over a week. October 16th, oh my god, the audio. October 16th, I'm actually just a few days from now, I will be at Caltech teaching Dating 101, Getting in the Game. That is a very specific location. So if you are a Caltech student, come on down. Now, this is what I'm very excited about, is I'll be back teaching in L.A., Balls Deep, The Fundamentals of Fellatio, on October 20th at the L.A. Academy for Sex Ed. I'm saying that very quietly, looking around. Why am I so scared? It's probably fine. Also, a little Easter egg, random little tidbit about my life is every Halloween, I try to work a few shifts at make-believe costumes in Santa Monica. I've been doing it since I was 16. It's kind of a tradition for me every year. So, the weekend before Halloween, you can call 310-396-6785, boom, still remember the phone number find out if I am in. Or you can just come by because it's a really fun warehouse of costumes. You want to be a nun? I'll make you a nun. Marie Antoinette, no problem. Mm, I don't know what I'm going to be yet. What are you going to be for Halloween, huh? Okay, New York was fantastic. Sex Nerds, the meetup group, you were phenomenal supporting. Boning 101, everyone that came out, New York Comic Con was fantastic. Super Week was a blast. I was so proud to be part of it. It was a great time. BJ's 201 over at the pleasure chest. That was a great time too. That was very cool. Last minute class, people came out. Uh, I should teach that class more often cause it's so much fun. Um, gosh, this episode is, oh my goodness. So, um, first author and sex educator, Alison Moon, she's been on the show a lot talking about a lot of female pleasure. She's going to throw it down about the myths and sh- the, just the dirty details about <laughs> about how to vaginally fist and misconceptions about it. Let us myth bust this. Hashtag myth bust. Hashtag nuance. Then Jess and Ro give their experience together of going about the vaginal fisting. Hey. Okay, that was a lot... <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm intercutting this for when people uh, walk by and I need to be quiet for a minute. Mm. Butt stuff. Penis. Penis. Oh, it's a security card. He understood that I was doing work for the people, he didn't arrest me. Okay. Um, thanks for tuning in. I can't wait to hear what you think about this episode. Thanks a lot. Enjoy the episode. Okay, uh, for serious. Hi, sex nerds. Hey, um, are you guys willing to go with me to a place where we talk about something that I'm not even going to ask your permission? Because here we are. Um, hey, you guys. I'm going to talk about something called fisting. Now, are you ready? Yeah, get ready. Hi, Allison Moon. Hi,
1: Sandra Doherty.
0: Sex educator and author of Tales of the Pack and Hungry Ghost and Girl Sex One O One and Bad Dyke. Those are books that I have written, yes. I just I was trying to be Wikipedia right then. (laughs) Trying to get better because I have a hard time recalling details about people and then I just feel like a jerk face, so. Um will you talk with me on this subject of fisting? I, I would love nothing more. Okay. Okay, good. Um it actually came up the other night. We were talking, we were hanging out with some people, and I, I think I joked, no, I was talking about how the, that's the go-to joke with sex educators. Like we, we talk, and we'll be like, you know, like fisting, or like, you know, like like butt stuff. It's always butt stuff and fisting. I know a lot about butt stuff. However, I do not know a lot about fisting. And for this conversation, we're going to be talking about vaginal fisting. It's one of my favorite things to do
1: really yeah it's and it is an extreme thing i know that it's an extreme thing but i think it's a beautiful wonderful thing and when it's done right it can be one of the most intimate things that you share with somebody in the in bed and i like it a lot okay
0: we're gonna have to back up like let's back it up (laughs) i mean okay now, I have talked to people about fisting. I mean, you know, it's not, not a total... I mean, I've seen fisting. I've seen vaginal fisting twice even. In real life or
1: in movies?
0: In real life. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, once um, I was in a room where there was an anal fisting happening in one corner and a vaginal fisting at the other, I felt pretty cool right then. And then at Burning Man, I saw um, a live fisting demo.
1: Oh, de- fisting demo in like a workshop space? hmm Cool. Um, oh, and then I almost fisted someone accidentally. That happens. That happens. It's, you know, kind of, kind of, you know, the sphincter can be like an anus where it's like, once it's relaxed, it can just, uh, swallow you if you're not ready. Vaginal sphincter? It was vaginally. Well, yeah, but it can act like that when it's relaxed, you know, it can kind of like, you know, it can grab and pull if mm-hmm. it's in the right mood. Right. Yeah. yeah. I felt pretty confused.
0: <laughs> no, I mean, I felt like it was cool. It was just, it was like, um... You know, three fingers, four fingers, there's a lot of moving, and then suddenly, I'm like, oh, I could maybe put my whole hand in in you, in my head, I'm thinking that Mm -hmm. all at once. However, it felt like I would want to get permission first, like, that would seem, like, I felt like I might violate them if, if I suddenly, and I have small hands, I mean... Allison, how I mean, would you call yourself a starter fist, a smaller fist?
1: Well, I'm I'm a lady. I have lady hands, but I'm you know I'm a, I'm of Slavic stock, so I definitely have you know my hands are they they are malleable, but they can get very narrow. I mean, they can get to such a degree where the widest part of my hand isn't too much girthier than a fairly large cock.
0: That's true. Putting my hand around you, the widest part. And this is this is not like punching fist, is it?
1: No, no, no. That's, and that's the thing. I think that's the biggest misconception, especially for people who have, you know, grew up on sophomoric films, where it's the idea of a fist is that it just goes in like you're an Irish boxer. <laughs> <laughs> where the truth is of the matter is that uh, fisting begins with making your hand very narrow. So it's basically taking your palm with your fingers outstretched and turning it into a very narrow space where you have your fingers still straight and you tuck your thumb across your palm to your pinky and make your hand as narrow and long as possible. And that's kind of the first step of, well, that's not the first step of fisting, but that's the the kind of classic hand move of fisting to get inside. And then should your partner be Open, so to speak, to it. Then one can make an actual fist where you tighten your fingers against your palm. But that's not really necessarily something that has to be part of what fisting is.
0: Okay, so there, there's an aerodynamics that needs to happen, right? Like what <laughs> sil- they call it silent duck, right? We've j- I think we've joked about this mm-hmm. on the It's uh, yeah, it's like shadow puppet with ducks, and then you you're, you're shoving the duck face into a very small cavity. Exactly. Yeah, the duck
1: face is a really great way of starting it because you make the duck face, and then that kind of gives you the symbol of like. Oh, fingers tight together and straight, and then easing in from there.
0: Um, and as I was saying, when I gripped the the widest part, there was maybe an inch, inch and a quarter between my middle finger and thumb. So if you just think about, I mean, you know, between, there might be five inches between my
1: middle finger and thumb. So it's just... Yeah. I mean, it's, 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 it's girthy, but it's not... It's not beyond what I think the average woman or person with a vagina, when they are suitably relaxed and stretched out, can can enjoy or take.
0: Why? Okay, so you said that this was pretty like it's one of your favorite things
1: to do. Like it's intimate. Mm-hmm. Um, well, what you were just saying about like where you felt like there was a point with your partner where you needed to check in because you're not quite sure if you could go all the way in. I've actually been with with women specifically where. I felt that fisting was definitely on the menu. Like, I could feel like it would be possible for me to just have my hand in them. Um, And they would probably enjoy the physical sensation of it. But I checked in not only because I didn't know if they could handle it, but more of that because something about having your hand inside another person's body, like consumed by another person's body, is... I think just kind of takes it a step beyond the average just like rolling around together in bed. I don't know what it is. I think it's probably that, you know, the number of nerve endings that we have in our hands, the importance of just feeling like what we can really enjoy sensorily speaking through our palms and our fingers. That's so important. And then having that whole part of you, like having an entire part of your body like inside and enveloped by another person's body it just takes it to another level that's more than just like two fingers on the g-spot and more than just a tongue like it's something really really beyond and i think that i've I've had some of the most some of the most intimate physical and emotional sexual experiences i've had with people have been with fisting okay
0: I mean, there's so much. There's so much. I don't even like we can get into the spiritual experiences you've had there. Mm. I need to back it up a minute, though, because does this... Okay, one, is this lesbian stuff? Is this like how people make jokes like, oh, gay men, butt sex, clearly. Is this like, oh, is this what lesbians do? Is this an orientation-specific activity?
1: I think that lesbians do it probably more frequently than people who are not lesbian-identified or not queer women-identified. Because, like, for me, as somebody who's had my hand inside partners, I've never felt more like what I imagine a cisgendered man feels like, you know, a man with a penis feels like, than when I have my hand inside somebody. Like, to have such an important part of my body fully inside another person's body, like, that is... That is really special. And I feel like, you know, if it gives me a sense emotionally, not physically necessarily, but it gives me an emotional sense of what it would feel like to have a penis inside of somebody. And so I think for for lesbians, like, because many lesbians, most lesbians do not have penises and do not use them to fuck, um, having that experience of like oh important part of body consumed by my amazing beautiful lover's body like it feels so deeply connected like our bodies truly are connected um so that's where i get kind of like you know wooey wooey and woozy and cutesy about the whole thing is that it feels like just special so yeah i think that there's certainly a, a lesbian angle to it because it's like okay like how can we connect our bodies deeply without having to have a penis involved you know Um, but I also think that like there's I think probably the kind of flip side of what you're asking is that you know there's a lot of stigma around what queer people do to like compensate or also just because you know there's such a there's such a stereotype that queer people are into extreme things you know like the idea of like when you think of a gay man you think of like the leather daddy and when you think of a lesbian you think of like the leather butch dyke Um, I think of plaid but whatever (laughs) That's probably fair. Um, <laughs> but when you like, when, like, so I think that that's kind of the stereotype too. So that's like, we, people tend to kind of exotify and think of the extremes where it's like, okay, actually that's not really
0: right. Not and I want to, I, I want to, t- t- you know, I want to keep talking about this because I, even though I've, I've dabbled in the talking about it, it really is. I go for the joke. And it but, like I feel like, a lot of sex ed friends will kind of. It's just, it's the example of like an extreme thing, you know, like fisting. But like, but this is actually a legitimately beautiful, sexy, wonderful thing that people do in their in their bedroom. So right. it's like, I want to give it its due, et cetera.
1: Mm-hmm. So. It's, well, it's like, like vaginas are designed to stretch. I mean, they really, like, the whole like childbirth thing kind of adds a certain dimension to what vaginas can do right and so the idea of like a vagina needing to remain tight for a penis because it's better and more pleasurable for a penis if a vagina's tight like I think vaginas are incredibly dexterous and that kind of ability to stretch and contract is what makes vagina so special. And so like to be able to accommodate something very girthy, but at the same time still be able to create pressure around that girthy thing is what makes vagina so cool. And so I think that like when we talk about like the idea of like having to like after like when women have like three children and they worry about like getting vaginal reconstructive surgery, blah, blah, blah. It's like, no, no, no. Like vaginas, that's what we do. We stretch, we contract, we can maintain, we can create a lot of pressure even if you've given birth to multiple children, like, and we can also expand and relax and accommodate something wide and create a lot of pleasure for, for both parties that way too which I think is really sexy. I need to talk to more gynecologists
0: because I, I know some women after childbirth snap back. Others do not. And I don't know if it's just who's doing their kegel exercises to get everything back or because it's like you've got there's the, the vaginal tissue and then there's the muscles that surround the vagina that contract in and it's and then there's the way it collapses and expands depending on arousal. And, and there's a lot of things going on. And because I'm sure some people are thinking, like, so you're basically destroying. Like, I'm sure some guys, and actually I had talked to a male partner at one point, like, want to get fisted. Let's try and fist me. And they were like, no, because I will destroy your vagina and then I can't have sex with you. Like, he they, they was uh, concerned. <laughs> that makes me angry. <laughs> I mean, I was like, okay, I. Like, there was fear, like, I was going to get broken, and, like, a seal was going to get broken, and suddenly I was going to be, like, no use to them (laughs) vaginally.
1: Yeah, that's not how it works. I mean, yes, so there are some women who, if they give birth, like, it takes a long time, and they might stretch out. I mean, certain, like, porn stars who they're, like, known for being able to take a lot, like, yes, it gets stretched, but that doesn't mean that you can't also maintain tightness and and pressure i mean for instance like and this is kind of a kind of sidebar but like i learned how to squirt a couple years ago like six or six years ago and i learned about how to control my muscles in a new way because i actually now can do it pretty much when i want to as long as i'm aroused like i can create the right pressure in my muscles and i can generate ejaculate and force it out my urethra and i'm like hey This is a cool thing. And I can squeeze on my partner's hand or dildo or cock or whatever they're using. I can create different kinds of pressure. I have more control over my vaginal muscles now because I know how to do it, right? Before, I was very receptive. I could relax and I could receive something. I could receive penetration, but I couldn't generate force. I couldn't manipulate the musculature. Now I know how to do that because I've just understood how those muscles work. Did you just work at it? How would you do it? I mean, I... I I fucked a lot. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, it's practice, you know? It's like, it's it's learning how to do things. It's learning how to, you know... It's not just Kegels, but it's like, okay, so I squeeze here, and oh my God, when I squeeze that way, my partner makes this really yummy sound because it's squeezing in, on him or her in the right way, and it makes them happy. Oh, so I can do that, or I can hold it, or I can squeeze up, or I can push out, I can bear down, and I can generate force that way. Like, you learn that, you know, the vaginal muscles are muscles, and you can do and what them what you want and create really yummy sensations when i was 18 sure my vagina was really tight but it didn't do much and now that i'm 32 like my vagina is less tight but it can create a lot of yummy sensations for both myself and my partner and that to me is far more interesting
0: oh that was such a psa for (laughs) for just respect for vaginas
1: respect vaginas man respect vaginas
0: yeah, it's a pretty cool sex organ, if you think about it. I think of it now like a pocket, like I could put stuff in it, I could hide things in there, <laughs> keep my hand warm. You know, like really I because well, 'cause you know, missing
1: a glove, use your <laughs> vagina.
0: we I mean, we talk about penises, like you have got a thing to put in other things. Like aren't penises cool, then women are like have nothing. Like they're missing it. We've got so much going on in there. I don't know, it's just cool. I mean, not that I hide things in there, but it's kinda kinda neat. But you could if you
1: wanted, wanted to. And that's yeah. all that matters. The potential is there. Yeah. Yeah, hide, hide stuff in your vaginas, people. That's that's the takeaway from this podcast. <laughs> hide stuff in your vagina. <laughs> I'm trying to think of absurd
0: things to hide in there, like play a game with someone, like take their, take their something and just
1: be like, oh, I don't know where it went. I was actually thinking about the story of Coco the gorilla who had the kitten. Do you remember that? This yeah, was an yeah. 80s reference, but yeah, you know, and gorillas have like a little pocket in their armpit where they can hold things while they walk around. I did not know that. Some of the higher apes have these little pockets in their armpits. And so they can put stuff in them and still like wander around and not have to worry about it. And so Coco would put the kitten inside Coco's armpit and walk around. And we're like, what? And it's like, no, it's awesome. And like the kitten would like stick its head out from Coco's armpit. Anyway, so I was thinking about putting (laughs) it. Essentially, it's a long story for I was thinking about putting a kitten in (laughs) there. Whoa. Whoa. Oh, man.
0: Okay. So... Okay, I had a question for someone once. Um, I don't remember. I feel like they were trying to teach me about fisting. It was years and years ago, and was it a doctor? It might have been a doctor because it was about pregnancy. And I was like, so technically, could you use fisting to help prepare the vaginal canal for for birth? Mm. So that there's no tearing because that's the thing. Is like you know, mm. the shock to the system, baby comes through. And you often have that perineal tearing and that really bums me out i feel and i know some cultures use gourds or different different things to help ready a woman for that and i feel like we don't do anything to prepare a vagina in western culture for birth which seems kind of frightening to me mm-hmm. actually any thoughts about that
1: well i mean i think that uh, there's a lot of new things that are happening in western culture around uh, you know orgasmic birth and stuff. Have you had any orgasmic birth folks on your podcast? I
0: saw a YouTube video once where a woman cried in a kiddie pool while she was giving birth and I wasn't sure what to make of it. That's all I know. That's all I know. Like, it's like you're supposed to have an... Like if There's some point where the baby, their shoulder hits something like... Uh, toward your belly button, and then you like have the best orgasm ever, and then you're changed or something. I don't. But then, like, w- but then it's like, how many women give birth, hoping they're gonna have that orgasm, and then feel broken because they didn't have the orgasm?
1: Oh, and yeah, no, I'm speaking more a little bit about the logic behind being aroused while in labor. Because when you're roused, things happen like natural lubrication and swelling and opening, kind of your vagina gets more open. And so, I mean, I think people in Western culture are finally starting to realize, okay, like, you know, giving birth isn't necessarily a medical condition and there are different ways of being able to deal with it. And I've had a lovely opportunity to talk to a lot of midwives because of my interest in, you know, female sexuality about like various things that are just important to know for. Pregnant women while they're sexual, you know, because a lot of pregnant women get super horny, <laughs> um, which is great because there's so much pressure and so much blood flow all to your pelvis. I mean, I, I recently had a friend who was pregnant, and it was just so fun to talk to her about how her body was changing in different ways. And she was like, "I'm into things I was never into before," <laughs> which is great. Um, but not, uh, not at all. But that's not. Is the majority? I don't. I wonder how often that occurs. I would you should have some women talk to some women who are pregnant or talk to women who have been pregnant. Um, Every woman I've talked to who has been pregnant um, and like you know taken a pregnancy to, ter- to term, like they're all about the sexy, at least in some parts of the pregnancy second second trimester, et cetera, um, because there's just a lot of stuff going on. Some people might feel super gross and not not sexy, but I've been f- I've been pleasantly surprised about how many women feel like I am a sex machine. Um, anyway, so
0: so fisting, so and-
1: fisting, so fisting, I mean, if you are somebody who likes penetration and, and you're not pregnant yet, like fisting is a great idea for just getting your body used to accommodating larger, girthy things. One thing to be aware of is that, you know, the first trimester is one of the more delicate periods of pregnancy. So your doctor might advise you not to engage in any sort of sexual experience, you know, cervix punching, right? Um, and the third trimester um, can be more sensitive because of things like you know if your cervix gets gets the message that oh we should deliver the baby now uh, then sometimes you can actually create like you can stimulate early like premature birth. <gasps> Which happens with like you know um, they say like you shouldn't let semen get on your cervix in your third trimester because it can it's prolactin that can stimulate the cervix opening which allows the baby to come start coming out. I didn't know that. Yeah, I mean, and there's a lot of different things. I mean, obviously everybody's different, and you want to talk to your doctor about certain like stuff like that. But the second trimester, so in between the first and the third, tends to be the place where a lot of the sexy time starts to happen because you, you know, the baby's healthy enough and robust enough to like. You know, be there, but at the same time, not about ready to come out. Um, And the one thing about fisting is that um, the just something to keep in mind in general around sex when you're pregnant is that the os of the cervix, the the like pore, the opening of the cervix that leads into the uterus, is more open when you're pregnant. And so this can be sensitive because it can allow more bacteria to get inside. Obviously, the vagina and the cervix are these incredible systems for... Wash your hands,
0: guys. Yeah,
1: wash your hands. I mean, use, use glo- I mean, using gloves for fisting is just a good idea in general. Uh, they hold lube better. They protect against fingernails or cuts on your own hand. Like Gloves in general are just a good idea for fisting. Um, but at the same time, like, yes, like, keeping clean is really important, particularly if you're ever having your hands inside a pregnant person, because uh, that's just, you know, you don't want to play around with that kind of stuff. Um, that kind of, like, you know, risking anything getting inside the uterus. That's just bad news. So that's important to think about. But um, generally speaking, yeah, like, fisting in the second trimester, again, not speaking as a doctor, but speaking as somebody who's known a lot of pregnant people and known a lot of midwives, say, like, you know, if you're into it already, like, it's can be just smashing. Lovely, wonderful. Right, that too. That yeah. too.
0: I just don't want tearing, oh god. Yeah. Um Oh my goodness, I had a question. It was a very exciting question. Oh lube! <laughs> what? okay, because there is this joke, which is actually it's based on reality that Crisco is fantastic for anal fisting. Um Oh, for vaginal fisting, I mean, it's the
1: vagina. It just makes enough lube for anything, right? <laughs> well, so, yeah, the v- vagina is self-lubricating, but that doesn't necessarily mean it creates enough lubrication for whatever you want to engage in. So, yeah, I, I mean, I always advise having lube on hand, so to speak. Um and like you've, t- you've talked about this before, like about a combination of water-based and silicone-based, or just a hybrid lube is really good. Oh
0: yeah, that's my fave. No, 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 Co- putting silicone lube on first with whatever you want to put in, and then putting water-based on top—a very different feeling and different experience than that. A hybrid that has both water-based and silicone, and it. it's very different. Mm-hmm. Let's not let's
1: not muddy the water. Yeah, so lubrication is incredibly important because, again, like vaginal fisting is like it is intense, which is part of the the pleasure of it. So one of the things that's important to do is like make sure that you're super, super slippery. Um, and that's something to think about, with especially with gloves, is because like even certain patches of your glove, if they're not lubricated, can kind of like create friction that can be just unpleasant. When you're dealing with something that's that intense, you want it to be as easy to get inside as possible, which means lubrication everywhere. Kind of like stainless steel toys when they're lubricated and they're so slippery, like glass. Mm -hmm. Totally. Exactly. You want it to be that kind of experience of like lubrication. And that's one of the things why latex gloves or, you know, nitro gloves, if you don't like latex, why that's so useful for fisting is because uh, if you use water-based lube, then only one of you is absorbing the water. If you use, if you have a glove on, then your hand isn't also absorbing the water, which is really good. So at least you keep it luby longer if you use a glove.
0: Good idea. So what happens if you want to get fisted, and you've got a partner who's who's okay with it, or like how do you even broach it? Sounds like the most hey baby, like hey vanilla baby. <laughs> put your hand in me. Like, how do you even broach that? And then how do you go about doing it?
1: Well, it's like fingering plus, you know, like (laughs) if you've ever fingered somebody and you're like, oh, one finger feels good. Two fingers feels great. Three fingers. Oh, okay. Yeah, we can totally do this. Oh, do you want another finger? Oh, you want to? Okay, great. So now I've got four fingers inside and you're at that point of like, oh, like you can actually go there with me.
0: Let's back it up for Mm -hmm. a sec. Because, okay, my body... As an example, I know that if I'm sometimes I can only handle one finger, sometimes two fingers, maybe three, I'm feeling really like there's just I don't know what's going on with me, maybe for but really it's like the two to three range Mm -hmm. at the most, okay? What can I do? Like, what fingering technique is it? Is it about Cause a lot of people, when they think of fingering, they think of just an in-out, in-out thing. Like, how are you pressing kind of like in the same way for backdoor stuff that you're trying to press on the walls to help dilate them? Like, what are you doing to get it? Because it's not like someone's just, oh, honey, you clearly could just take a fist right now. Like, no, there. We, I would need to work on it. And I kind of want to a little bit. And I'm also kind of scared of it.
1: Well, yeah, I think that a lot of people who like getting fisted, they have worked up to it for various reasons. Um, I, you know, I've only been fisted a couple of times by people with very small hands. Um, (laughs) I just held up my fist. (laughs) And it it was delightful looking. Um, Yeah, but so I, and I would like to, you know, work up to it more because I do want to be able to share that experience as a receiver. Um, But as a top, like, it's very much like I'm very focused on massaging. You know, it's not the in and out. Um, some partners like the in and out, but I find that vaginal fingering in general, hand sex in general, is really more about the sensation you can create when you're already inside. So it's a lot of the come hither, if they're into G-spot stuff, it's a lot of the kind of undulations of fingers, the massage in various directions. So it's it, you think of it like vaginal massage. Uh, not only do you massage the outside of the vulva, but you can also put your fingers inside and really kind of, Press and need in really yummy ways that can create all sorts of yummy pr- pleasure. Anyway, and then as you add more, I, you, you know,
0: we need to pause for a second <laughs> because rare. I don't know if I've ever really heard because
1: being a vagina owner
0: and and the way people talk about fingering or just being inside. Yeah, you know, we talk about come hither, we're like focused, goal oriented pleasuring. Like I know if I tap here, there might be cheese pop play. You know, they might like this. And then like in an hour, maybe pausing a little bit of uh, swirling, but like an intentional massage as if it's your back muscles, but it's inside. I don't think I've ever experienced that. Like that's a a different uh, intention. I've I've talked and heard and learned about external like vulva massage, but never internal massage.
1: Yeah, that's actually that's a good point. I think that um, I think of it like, you know, fisting isn't about Coming, You know, um, and I think that fingering often is kind of like trying to get your partner off or, you know, the come hither on the G spot until she squirts all over the bed and you feel like a rock star or whatever. I mean, we tend to be goal oriented in so many different ways and orgasm tends to be goal in, in a lot of the way we think about sex as a culture. So if you start thinking about fingering and, you know, hand sex in general as a way of generating pleasure without it being a specific, like, I do this for three to four minutes, and then she'll come if you think about it more of like, let's see what kinds of sensations we can generate that make her feel good, uh, that can start reframing a lot of sex. And I think, and this is something that I, th- I always tell people who are in hetero pairs, you know, like man-woman couples, to really think about. Because so often so many hetero couples get into the ruts of, you know, and now I shall eat her out until she is wet enough for me to put my penis inside of her. And then I shall put my penis inside of her for four to eight minutes and 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 then I shall come. Like, I'm not not saying that as, like, some sort of denigrating thing to people who are in pairs like that. I mean just, like, we get into our patterns as couples in general. Um, So the first time I ever had a man put his fingers inside of me and really just tell me to relax and enjoy myself and that he wasn't going to try and get me off. He just wanted me to feel good. It blew my mind. Mm -hmm. Because he didn't want his penis. He told me, he's like, I'm not going to put my penis inside of you. I want my fingers inside of you. And I want to try and give you different kinds of pleasure. And I want to see how that feels to you. And I want you to like, you know, I want you to feel good. It was the most incredible gift. Because I started undoing all these expectations that I had as a woman who receives, you know, male pleasure. Like, it was just this beautiful moment for me to realize that, you know, there are other ways that we can enjoy each other's bodies that aren't just about Penis and vagina sex. Uh, That
2: is so
0: beautiful. Yeah, I'm jealous and and excited that that exists in the
1: world. I think more people more people need to to realize that these are options. And I think it's not just about you know a woman feeling safer and more seen. I think it's just as much about men feeling like they can give a woman pleasure. Straight men feel like they can give a woman pleasure without without it having to be about their cock. You know. Because sometimes it's you don't want it to be about your cock. Sometimes you want it to be about just you know a lot of other things you can create with your bodies, and I think a lot of times guys are not given that opportunity.
0: Oh my goodness, so much! There's so much. Um, what was I going to say? Uh, oh, <laughs> reminded me when you were when you published your first novel, Tales of the Pack. You said something like, I don't know if we said it because you've been on the show a couple times talking about female pleasure. And there was that when you were shopping it around a publisher, like one publisher said that it could be a young adult novel if you just cut out one of the two fisting scenes. Is that what is that? Did someone really say that to you?
1: Uh, yeah so it was the, so the first book is called lunatic fringe and it's oh. the series that's okay
0: it's a tales it's a, Pack like the series yeah. is a series that's
1: right. okay. yeah that's fine um so yeah there are two sex scenes well three if you count masturbation which I do um <laughs> so there are three sex scenes in lunatic fringe and the third one is a fisting scene and again like I used it as a symbol for like the intensity of the relationship and the the you know the woman, the new werewolf's body being able to do things that are extraordinary for a person in the parade. So somebody, I can't remember who now, this makes me sad, but somebody said I could totally sell this as a YA novel if you just cut out the fisting. And that made me so happy. And I still didn't want to cut out the fisting because of all the things I just said about fisting. Um, And, I mean, yes, it would have totally been a reasonable, it's a totally reasonable request. But I'm a little bit of a persnickety artist sometimes. (laughs) And I'm like, nope, fisting stays. (laughs) Young adult novel with fisting. Someday, someday, not quite.
0: Hey, plenty of people in their 30s, 40s, and 50s, like Twilight, that's young adult.
1: But there's no fisting in that, as far as I know.
0: I mean, I'm just saying, like, you know,
1: it's, I don't know. I guess it's... I think the book would be improved by fisting. All of them. All of those books would be improved by
0: fisting. (laughs) Oh, God. Vampires. Jeez. um, Anyway, that's a whole other topic. Hey! Allison,
1: where can people find you in the world? People can find me at uh, girlsex101.com. Uh, At baddyke.com, which is my new book that comes out in November. Um, On Twitter at com because I wanted to be pretentious and because Allison Moon is somebody who's been squatting on that name for a million years. It makes me sad. Um, So, yeah, theallisonmoon on Twitter and girl6101.com and baddyke.com, com. .com. I like owning URLs for my book titles. (laughs) It's important. Yeah, it is. It is web presence social media.
0: Oh, and you also teach people about self-publishing, right?
1: I do, actually. Yeah, I've self-published... Well, two books are out, but four books will be out by... February of next year. So I I really enjoy self-publishing for these books. It's been really useful and and wonderful. And so I definitely talk to people about self-publishing, particularly people who are sex positive and are curious about navigating that as self-publishers. I think that's really important for people to be able to share their voices with the world, even if the uh, traditional models of publishing aren't ready for what they have to say. Yeah, I'm sure I'll bug you a lot about it once I actually write a book, if and when I do that someday. You mean when you do that because you need to have a book out because all of your listeners want to read what you have to say.
0: I just, I mean, what if I just talked at a camera and just said the things and then it could be a DVD or something?
1: Not everyone is a visual and auditory learner. Some people prefer learning by reading.
0: Maybe I'm just going to... Go hide under a rock for a long time and just be afraid. No, I know it's a
1: it's exciting. I'm getting there. I'm getting there. It's exciting. I cannot wait to see what you come up with. You did a wonderful piece for Girl Sex One Hundred and One. I'm very pleased with what you wrote for me. You have a great writer's voice.
0: I have no idea what I wrote because by the time I I have to stay up to like four in the morning before I'm tired enough that I can't fight myself to write a thing. I have no idea what I sent you, but thank you for that compliment.
1: Well, it's fantastic, and I it was so you. It was in such a true voice, and it was so it was a very honest piece about you know, the the face-melting agony of hitting on women. And I think that's really important to honor, that we all, especially as sex educators, we're always talking about all the techniques, but it's hard for, like, the average person to even get to a place where they can talk to pretty people, let alone have their hands inside of them. (laughs) So I think it's important to honor the fact that, like, even us sex educators with all our swagger and our knowledge still get super nervous when confronted with hot people.
0: I hit on a woman recently. Actually, I think it was my first time hitting on a stranger that was a woman. Do you tell. Uh, I was at an erotic party, which was basically just people dressed up in sexy outfits, and no one was really doing a whole lot. But we were watching a, like, a BDSM scene going on, and she was kind of leaning into me a little bit, and... And I was kinda of digging your energy, even though I was like, okay, lady, like why are you leaning? Alright, whatever. I maybe I clearly or probably yes. But it's a thing, it's like they're giving you all the signals, but you still are like, no, you're just weird.
1: <laughs> I've been there.
0: Um and so I I did that head shake, like I can't even believe I'm doing that shake. Like, I shrug. shrug. Uh, do you uh and I said something like I like something like a statement like i kind of i feel like playing you seem pretty cool do you have any interest in me like playing with your butt <laughs> like it was something like booty like spanking it was something like really beginner BDSMing. like what a little spanking and uh yeah she i don't she was a yes but there was a, a doubt thing that she was like, what are you going to do to my butt? <laughs> like,
1: <laughs> What did you do to her butt?
0: Uh, a lot of just grabbing and smacking and kind of shoving around. Like, a lot of it turned into like a back scratch, like whole body, like, you know, uh, sensation play kind of thing. It was real. It was just real sensual. And I don't know. It was there's a lot of nervous energy in that at that party. So I I got some of it. I was good. It was really fun, actually. And it was a success. And I'll probably never see her again. And that's okay, but it was just nice to make us a a sexy
1: friend for a moment. It was cool. You know, it's, it's huge once you get into that place of, like, asking for something sexy from someone. And create that rapport. And give them the space to say no. But, like, to, yeah, just kind of put it all out there. I get nervous every time I talk to a cute girl. Every time. Every time. And I still do it. And sometimes I don't. Sometimes I talk myself out of it. And then I regret it for the rest of my life. Mm. But I, I think the nervous energy is something that's always there. You just have to get to a place where that's just part of it. It excites you. It's like, you know, like going on stage if you're an actor, like... If it's the it's the moment you stop being nervous when the curtain goes up that you have to worry about whether or not you're doing what you should be doing with your life, you know, and it's like with me, it's like, yeah, the nervousness will always be there because it means that you have some sort of investment in that person or that that thing that you want to create. You're excited by it. And that's the point. If you're bored by the idea of hitting on a pretty person, then maybe you shouldn't be hitting on that person at all.
0: And that makes me think of sex in a long term relationship when you stop getting a little nervous
1: yeah kind of right i mean there's always there's ease but there's also still that titillation and when you get so par that means you got to upgrade something or figure something out
0: yeah thank you so much allison moon um i am appreciative of your time your knowledge and your friendship thank you
1: likewise sex Note, Sandra. likewise Wow. Uh, <laughs> yeah go team fun go team fun
0: um okay we're good
3: Yes, one, two. yeah. No, we're done. Oh, never mind. No, we're fine. We're we're done, done, we're no I just you wanted to make sure I got you all.
0: Oh, my God. Okay, we are so good. I'm about to talk about fisting. I didn't expect to be recording this. Did you, Jess, expect to be talking about fisting? I did not expect to be talking about fisting with you, Sandra. Oh, my goodness. So I'm here with Jess and Ro. Hi, Ro. Hello. Hey, and you two were, oh, and I'm totally going to boss you because they're sharing a mic. So I'm going to just shove the mic. If I, if I wanted to ask one of you a question, I hope that's okay. Do I have your consent? Absolutely. Okay.
2: I'm consenting. I'm consenting.
0: <laughs> okay. I realize I could also just give you my mic. Oh, this is going to be weird. I need a second mic, clearly. Um, so thank you for coming to last night's Boning 101 class.
3: Oh, thank you. Thank you for coming.
0: It was a lot of fun to hang out afterward and find out that Jess, you actually were the one to, what did you say? You were like, I really like your show where are you going to have a
2: fisting episode? I'm really waiting. Did I hint that I was going to have a fisting episode at some point? No, I just had been waiting for it. I was like, okay, she's covered all of these other things I like talking about, but... We haven't gotten to fisting yet. So that was like, I came over and I was like, Sandra, I was like, I love your show so much. I have one question. When is the fisting episode? <laughs> and then you said, then you said that one was happening and I was like, oh my God, finally my dream come true. Right. But then
0: after when we were downstairs in the bar area and you were asking more fisting questions, like, well, because I have half of it recorded right now with it, with somebody who teaches fisting and, and he started asking me all these Questions about what's going to be on the show, and
2: then I kind of looked at you and realized, oh, do you fist? And I said very enthusiastically, "Yes."
0: I was like, "Oh, because I thought you just wanted to know about the top." Like, oh, you want to represent? Like, you want representation on the show? That is a really nice way to put it.
2: Yeah, well, <laughs> I appreciate that.
0: I'm pretty nice. It's true. Um, so, uh, and here is your. Uh, Friend and partner, Ro. Um, now, you two, I asked, like, oh, how long have you two been together? And then there was this dead silence awkward thing. Because like, it's one of those things where there's so many different words and language. And I'm seeing your eyes, trying to process what to say. So how long have you two been fisting each other?
3: Ooh. Uh, <laughs> uh, well, a couple months, I'd say. A couple yeah. months. All right. Yeah. yeah, there was a strong juggling motion when you asked us. Mm-hmm. there's was this hand motion of, we don't know what to say, and we've talked about how much we don't know how to, how to say this to each other.
2: Mm-hmm. I, I think the first time um, February, maybe uh, yeah. yeah February, um, and as doing a new sex thing with a new partner. Uh, happens. It was almost by accident.
0: Well, like you were like, oops, slip. Uh, <laughs>
2: you're in my butt. And you're like that. We're talking about vaginal fisting, FYI. So yes. we're on- <laughs> <laughs> My butt was kind of involved. Um, cause he was fingering me and then I just like kept asking for more fingers. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden he had four fingers in my pussy and his thumb was in my asshole. And I was like, Oh, we're doing this. Cool. That's Wait, pretty great. Have you ever, I mean, have you ever had that
0: much penetration from a hand before yes okay so when you said oh we're doing this in february of this year were you i mean let's let's take a moment we need to take a moment origin story jess break it down how long have you been a fisting enthusiast Uh, i'd say about two years two years Um, how did it start Not a whole long story, because we need to get to the techniques, the things that really... Ooh, But I want to know, were you like, oopsies, I'm drunk, hand him a badge. Or were you like, oh, I'm going to find someone on OkCupid that knows how to do these things. What?
2: Um, I was actually with my ex-partner and very similar situations, like, more fingers, please. And then there were all in there. It's like, oh, that's a, that's kind of a new feeling. I, I, is that your whole hands? And I remember like reaching down and like grabbing his wrist and I was like, oh yeah, there's no, there's no fingers left. <laughs> it's just hand, like the, it's just like hand and wrist right now.
0: That's, that's like the coolest magic trick of like, oh, cool. Cause other people talk about it. Like I have been trying for years and I just can't get past my partner's thumb knuckle, uh, pinky to thumb area. Yeah. Did, did, were you able to
2: just achieve the dream in one go? Go? I, I think I was. That's kick-ass, yeah. man. Yeah. It's like hardcore. Yeah. I think, but in hindsight, I think if that's what I had been going for, like, all right, let's 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 do fisting today. We've never done it before. Mm-hmm. I think it might have gotten, like, I would have been frustrated or been, like, gotten nervous, but because I wasn't, like, I was just encouraging it but not so much like this is our goal for today then it just was easier than maybe if we would just been like let's do some fisting today and have been like
0: yeah take the, the goal off the goal. no goals yeah, just exactly. like oh this is the natural progression of this activity ta-da row enter row literally and figuratively so have did you ever vaginally fisted anyone
3: yes i had what yeah
0: you two are so <laughs> advanced right now
3: well so my introduction to it was um like you have amateur pornography and in amateur pornography even uh, on mainstream sites fisting is not always listed even as a category oh So you might be able to search it on the site, but it's not really represented on all sides. Hmm. So I had an interest in it because, uh, yeah, like you said, it's a progression of one thing to the next. And what I wanted to do in the act is to really please her. Mm -hmm. And so I had tried it with my last partner and it was good. Oh,
0: you had her? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Mm -hmm.
3: And so, uh, we talked about it and I made this huge, like erotic story of like through the, through chat. It was, it was excellent. It was maybe eight hours from like 10 PM to 6 AM. And then I went to work the next day too.
0: Wait, you mean you were chatting all night on Skype or yes
3: and and th- this is like story okay yeah so this is when i was like you know we we were like kind of casual and then i i so we had an uh a brief moment where we started going towards this and she says that she likes it and then i responded somewhat coy Mm-hmm. And it, it was a little ambiguous. Like, and oh,
0: whoa, that's cool, I guess.
3: But then uh, it was <laughs> it was just completely necessary for me to re-explain how I like this, why I like this, and what my experience has been to Jess.
2: Yeah. Huh? Because that that first accidental time or. Not I mean it not accident in a bad way, but that first unexpected like, oh, you have four fingers inside me. Mm-hmm. Um we talked about it after and he didn't seem that enthusiastic about it and I was like, okay, whatever. And then when we had this like epic uh overnight conversation, he's mm-hmm. like, Oh no, I really liked that. I was like
0: Yes <laughs> Score. Exactly. Go team fun yeah. Um I mean obviously you mentioned that it feels good. Are there, I mean, other than that, is it, there's something else? I mean, that's a great reason. Is there anything else about fisting that specifically draws you two to it?
3: Uh, sure. I guess I'll go first. Um, you two
0: are being very polite with the microphone. You can just be like, "Uh, like it's, this is a sport. Podcasting is a little bit of a sport. Like it's cool. uh, Like we're all on the same team and it was just, yeah. You know, if you really need the mic, you can just grab mine. It's cool. Like we're, we're all here (laughs) together, (laughs) you know,
3: um, for me the the enjoyment and the pleasure of fisting uh comes from the fact that there are so many spots inside of the vagina that crave attention um so we're talking about like uh starting with one finger and usually it's my middle finger and it'll start with over the g spot He's doing feel, a
0: circling motion, yeah, but kind of an upward circling yeah, motion. Of,
3: yeah, like yeah, like more of like the come hither motion. Come
0: here, yeah.
3: <laughs> and and that will start to to really start the process of lubrication, mm-hmm. um, and, and then it, it'll expand to to where the um, you really have like power
0: mm-hmm.
3: with the maybe the, the Spider Man uh, yes. curl up
0: and two middle fingers. Yeah,
3: yeah. That that definitely has a lot mm-hmm. of power. Way more than the. Uh, Pointer finger and the middle finger. Okay. So middle
0: finger, middle finger, uh, ring finger way. That's true. Huh? They have a lot more power. Mm -hmm.
3: Oh yeah. And then, then you, uh, we'll start with the pointer finger.
0: Okay. So you've got a curled up. See, right now he's got a lot of muscle memory going on. So he's showing me curled up middle finger, ring finger, and then you've kind of extending your index finger and then tucking it. But it's kind of.
3: And so at this point you have the, the middle finger on the G spot and Uh the, Ring finger and pointer finger on either uh, the the canal that's on either side of the G spot. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, the canal trenches. I think of them as trenches. Like, yeah, <laughs> but yes, yeah, I yeah. Was,
3: yeah, I was going for a different word, but I, <laughs> I, I vocab is set now. It's it's trenches, I suppose.
0: <laughs> uh, crevasse I don't know. The, <laughs> oh, the valleys way deeper. The valley, right? The valleys, <laughs> the peaks and valleys. Yeah, yeah. but the two the G spot valleys. Yes. Twin valleys. Ooh. Anyway, keep going. Okay, this is interesting. It's almost like you extend flatten out your hand so it's facing up toward the ceiling if you're indoors. And then you bring up your middle finger to curl upward while everything else is flat. Almost like all three fingers in the middle were like taking a nap in the middle and was like, Oh, I had a bad dream, like that. (laughs) (laughs) And it curled and it got up. Is that weird? Does that make sense? Yeah. Okay. Oh no, you can keep going. So yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. So you're so so you're lubricating with the middle finger, you're up in the valleys with the other two fingers.
3: Yes. Uh, and at this point, um, the pinky, the pink the purpose of the pinky is, is a little unclear to me, actually. But it, it needs to...
0: <laughs> okay. Evolutionarily, it is kind of going away.
3: But it needs to be there in order to um, start like going a little bit further in mm-hmm. towards the, the cervix and and you can get behind the G spot. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of amount of play
0: mm-hmm. that's
3: right behind the G spot to mm-hmm. start pushing. And mm-hmm. Well, I guess pulling kind of so like you go, a massage towards the back of the G spot.
0: You're beckoning it toward you. It's yeah. it's a kind of milking almost the, yeah. the G spot by getting deeper than it and then pulling toward you
3: when you get past it, you really start to like get into a, an area that is very sensual.
0: Ooh, Jess, do you agree? You did a little jazz hands when he said that.
2: I do agree. Um, and I would, I, I want to argue for the pinky finger. Um, <laughs> <laughs> because so the three, the three fingers is, is awesome. feels really great. I have nothing against only having three fingers, but when you get to that pinky, that's when it's it goes beyond like oh my god like you're stimulating everything it feels so great and when you get the when you get that fourth finger in there it's it goes to like it it's not just like this feels so good because you're stimulating everything so nicely it's like and and it's still true when you get mm-hmm. that pinky in there but once you get the pinky in there it's like this feels really good because of like my pussy feels very full right now yeah i i mean
0: when you, uh, Ro, when your pinky goes in, are you also able to go deeper? Okay, he he nodded. In the yes, yes, very much
3: so. Because uh, even with the ring finger and the middle finger, you're getting blocked by the the outer labia. Mm-hmm. Kind of.
0: Yeah, the Spider Man. We're back to Spider Man yeah. technique. And those the pinky and the index finger are kind of cool for the clitoral legs externally. Yeah. Th- but then you're like you, you tuck and roll. Yeah, no. tucking, tucking, tucking tuck the rest. I don't know, um, but yeah. You, so you're arguing for the pinky. I, I imagine that this whole area of the pinky and the side of the palm that starts to go in. I imagine that's hitting just right. That external, um, right? At your opening. Um, there's so much pleasure happening right there. The fact that you're getting extra. I don't know. Is it
2: the pinky itself, or is it the
0: fact that you're getting a little deeper and a little bit of the palm? What do you think?
2: Probably both. Probably. I mean, a combination of like that. That one extra—I f- don't know—this like tiny little finger. It just all of a sudden that becomes a part of the game, and it's it's a game changer. <laughs> Again, it goes from like, "Ooh, this feels really good" because of all the things you're touching, and then, "Ooh, this feels really good" because there's a lot going on in there. <laughs> Roe is wiggling his fingers now, what- at
1: me. <laughs> He's-
2: Does it feel good
0: around your opening? Is it more deeper because of what he can access at the fingertips? Um. Both,
2: honestly. Oh, yeah. Double whammy. Yeah, I really two birds, one hand. It's... What? <laughs> um. Yeah, I really I love that feeling at the
0: opening. Um. So, is your vagina completely destroyed now? <laughs> no. Testify, <laughs> row. <laughs> uh, no. no, 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 testify. No, it is not.
3: It is very not. In fact, I will go on to say even further that during the same sexual encounter. Uh, the the, the vagina and all of the muscles can easily like clamp down mm-hmm. to the point of you know kung fu grip. Mm-hmm. I mean, the-
2: do your Kegels, friends. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah, and friends. now I'm Kegling. Mm-hmm. Doing it right now. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: so yeah, w- were you ever concerned about that row as as a a guy?
3: No, no, because I started with looking at people, not actual porn stars who are doing this, but other amateurs such as myself, I I really gained the sense that this is okay. This is something that real people do. This is not something that's been sort of stylized for the camera. It hasn't been really taken too abstractly, I Mm -hmm. guess, some porn.
2: Are you trying to say that it's a sex sex act of the people? <laughs>
0: si se <si> puede. <laughs> um, um, Jess, have you ever tried to be fisted and it not work? That you are not being able to to accept a whole hand. Mm.
3: <laughs> yes, there, there's definitely some days where I can I can see that you are not as flexible or not as um, accepting, maybe.
0: What's the difference, you think?
3: I I guess I should answer that one as well.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I I mean, I just wonder what the keys are to to all this
3: this magic. I think there's certainly something to be said about consistency towards um, the fisting. Uh, I think there's something to be said about foreplay, Mm-hmm. For sure. Uh lubrication. Um just being relaxed in the situation is very
2: And it definitely makes a difference. And I don't know why we do this, but like, you know, we'll be hanging out. It's like, alright, let's jump straight into fisting. Well, fisting's a lot easier if you start doing other things. Like mm-hmm. if we f- if we fuck first. Mm-hmm. That makes things a whole lot easier. Um, oh man, you've gotta have the fuck oh bummer <laughs> just
0: i'm joking you guys are so scared that i'm serious oh my god like no pressure
1: um
2: uh all of the listeners out there i mean don't feel like you have to have intercourse before you for someone but i recommend it as a way to get everything loosey-goosey and uh juicy is that too
0: gross <laughs> yeah and what about lubrication people are always telling me in terms of um practicing for this stuff is you need to use lube. Do you two use lube? Yes. Okay. Cause yeah. you're talking about, Ro, you were talking about G spot activation of the lubrication. I just thought like, Oh, okay. You're one, you just are not. just you're talented you know, and gifted. But what
2: kind of lube do you use? I really like the One Move, their one silicone lube for fisting. One Move? Yeah. You know, one, one oh, ma- like one make condoms? condoms? Oh, yeah. and they have a, a, a lube called Move. Move, I yeah. See. That's their silicone one. The water-based one is Oasis. Um, okay. They're pretty new to the market. Mm-hmm. Um, we have a friend who has a friend who works for them. Ah, the hookup. Um, yeah, it's got a little bit of a hookup. But it's doing well for you? Yeah. I, I, uh, I have to say that... What I love about it and what it bothers me about it are uh, basically the same thing. It's it doesn't go anywhere, and and I've used like it doesn't drip like it stays put, or well, like it doesn't it, dissipate. It doesn't dissipate. Um, <laughs> Rose was like, give me the phone. Oh wait, no, you you totally <laughs> you said got the it, right you thing. Got it. it doesn't dissipate, and um, that's great when you're trying to have sex. If you are trying to get off in the shower, good luck, my friends. Um, cause Why? It, it's just it it's get it off in the shower yeah. get it off in the shower oh, oh no okay, please get off
0: in the shower <laughs> is it um uh ro is it thick on your hand like do you can you still feel your fingerprints through it or does it feel Ooh, like it's that's coating? A good
3: question um it depends on exactly how much you're pressing but to to move your hands uh, across each other i'd say with a, a good amount of the lubrication on it No, I don't think you would feel your fingerprints. I've never tested that theory though.
0: I just always, I mean, that's my test to see how thick a lube is because silicone tends to be a bit on the thin side, I find. And so I'm curious how, how much closer to a gel it is
3: or when I'm going for this in a pre premeditated move Mm -hmm. that I will use uh, gloves for this.
0: Oh, that was my next question. Do you use gloves? Cool. Do you turn them inside out? I did last night. Yay. Did you fist after the show slash class
3: practice, practice? For, the, for the interview? Obviously.
0: Oh, how did it go?
3: It went well. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this
0: is, this is, <laughs> good even answer, know what, Good answer. I don't know what even to say. Um, was it, did you hope that through conversation that we would end up talking about fisting on the show?
2: I mean, us personally, uh-huh. I never would have entertained that oh, that okay. would occur. Um, I just, yeah, I just really wanted a podcast about it. I love talking about fisting, but I think I mentioned this to you last night. Mm-hmm. It's it's something that I've actually very rarely discussed with a wide variety of people. Mm. Um, I have worked in sex education and for sexual health organizations on and off probably for like eight years. But even even with with that crew, mm-hmm. I am still very like cagey to mention it because it's just something that really freaks people out. Yeah, because, people's eyes like, get real big when you yeah. mention it. Yeah, and there's there's a lot of misconceptions like the pussy demolition yeah. um, misconception, which. Drives me insane. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, yeah, I think people just think of it as being so excre- extreme. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh my God, fisting. Like, that's crazy. And right. I mean, maybe the name also isn't helping. Fisting. It like, sounds so <laughs> aggressive. I
0: think so, some people call it handballing. I think it's another way. No, no, not into it. I've never, You're... Heard,
3: it. I've never heard that term before. And I search <laughs> it quite a, bit, it's how quite do a you,
2: bit. How do you feel about it, though?
3: Handballing. No, I like the silent doc way better, and it's way more accepted as a term.
0: (laughs) Okay, excellent. Good. We've decided. We've decided. I mean, handballing, I think, is a little bit more old school. It might be um, gay culture. I'm not sure. Mm. I haven't looked into it a whole lot. I'm just finding out the things. This is my chance to find out the things. You're going to learn. What would you like to leave people with? Any specific little detail that you're just hoping that anyone uh, scared of fisting, curious about fisting, never heard of it before, uh, something to tell America and beyond about? Okay.
2: I'm sure that there's a lot that I should say and that I will think of very quickly. First thing that popped in my mind is try it with a butt plug in your ass while you're doing <laughs> it. Um, cause that feels awesome. Okay. Um, do you think it's a good beginner move or more like a, okay. More like one Oh two. Okay. Yeah. Or two Oh one. Depends right. on, depends on your course your, catalog, your, yeah. your university, yeah, <laughs> yeah your yeah. university course catalog. How about um, you Ro?
3: Well, actually I wanted to, to mention this other technique, uh, very quickly. Sure. Um, because you have the idea that that she's holding the mic right now, so he can really show me. Yes. Because you you have the idea that fisting is just all at once, just going to happen, but it's not, I think it's a very fluid motion from A to B to C saying that you're starting with one finger going upwards, but the one, f- well, the one hand isn't necessary. You should really be using, mm-hmm. thinking about both hands and their placement and and what their structure is for this. Uh, I tried this one thing out that just really loved. It was it, I started with with one finger mm-hmm. going inside of her, and over the course of I don't know thirty minutes, maybe. 30, yeah, maybe that even that's an. Ex- is that, is that a long time or a short time for know. fisting?
0: Oh, you don't ever time it. You're just in the no. moment. Yeah,
3: yeah, totally in the moment. And so I had the first three fingers on each hand inside of her.
0: Okay, let's just... Uh, what I am seeing currently is is as if you were clapping your hands, right? Or in the prayer position. And then he's um, taking those hands and, and putting them toward the imaginary vagina in front of him. And so he's he's going two hands in um and his two middle fingers are currently starting to cross over.
3: Um, yes. Okay. So it's the same is it's the same purpose as I was saying before that you're uh have two fingers towards the the valleys or trenches on either side of the G spot with one finger going up towards it but it it's still is a little bit more advanced, I'd say. I'd, I'd say this is a 300-level course. This is,
0: yeah, I'm looking at your hands right now, and it's like you're playing some sort of children's game with your fingers, and I'm trying to figure out, are your middle fingers one of them pointed at your at the G-spot?
3: Uh, that's, um, that's actually for the the pointer finger.
0: Oh, uh, the pointer finger at the very yeah. top of this configuration is what's going up toward the g Okay. That's okay. You have flexible fingers too. I've been noticing this a little bit, but okay. So, so, but do you still keep your, uh, your hands at a 90 degree angle from the bed? If they're lying on their back, um, and so that your index finger is just sort of awkwardly curling up. Yeah, it is.
3: Yeah. It's a little bit awkward to get into that, Uh that final or you like
0: sweeping your old hands.
3: No, there's no sweeping motion. All right. Uh, and then to get just a further, a little bit further in, the pinkies are going to be inserted into the anus.
0: Oh, okay. So the pinkies aren't actually in in this.
3: No. Okay, so now
0: you're doing shadow puppets, and you're like, "Hi, I'm it's- a, I'm a fisting hand. <laughs> Let me put these in your butt." Okay, so pinkies um, are in the butt. Index fingers are are, are, are arching. Reaching like like a hand toward God, like why, but toward the G spot. Um, yeah. I don't know why I'm using um, religion
3: There's right so now. So much religion, Jesus.
0: <laughs> but uh, so that wow, and then and then the, the mi- middle fingers and the ring fingers are kind of just holding it together. Yes, the mi- they're the the the, f- the filling.
3: And then if you can possibly get any more coordinated, thumbs on the clip. Of course. Yes, of
0: course. It's a classic. Classic, maybe like both sides of it, are you
3: or like yeah the clitoral little yeah hood. you can
0: do all sorts of stuff yeah it's now it's like video games
3: and yeah these of like...
0: yeah yeah thumbs thumbs getting getting wow wow okay. this this is fun for a podcast describing a bunch of visual stuff yeah of
3: a will bit of a little a picture.
0: Oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> well, how are you going to take the picture, bro? Think about it. <laughs>
3: <laughs>
0: okay, Jess, you're a photographer. You're going to have to do a little ab work. <laughs> okay, okay. Uh, so actual
3: lapsing impressions? Is yes. that what we're on now? Well, uh, I mean,
0: you did give a, a 301. It's something for people to aspire to. I like that. Adition yeah. And this is
3: great. Yeah, totally. That's just like everything else in your show. It's like low, medium, high levels. Uh-huh. It's deep. Listen to it again and again.
0: Ooh, I like that. Do I do that? Where we do complicate like 301, 21, and 101 stuff? I kind of like that.
3: So complicated. I, I think that some of the stuff just takes a lot of time to uh, visualize in my own mind. Like there was an episode where you described uh, some motion about the sacrum, putting your hand on it that wasn't clear. So I'm probably not clear Oh, yeah, all. yeah.
0: I think Jayama was on. Yes. Yeah, there was a lot of sacrum talk on that episode. Sacrums yeah. are cool. <clears throat> all right. Jess, you good? You feel, feel like you've really shared the
2: knowledge, the fisting knowledge? I, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm like, ah, I want, I have more I want to say. Um, oh, okay. So speak fast. Get it. (laughs) You're about to get kicked out of your Airbnb. Yeah, that's right. That's where we are. (laughs) So, um, so I mean, obviously Ro has, has, I, I feel like he's made this pretty clear that for fisting to work, you need to like ease your way into it. Um, so I just want to remind everyone that when I because I think when a lot of people think about fisting, they just are basically imagine like just punching someone in the vagina. You just want to make double sure that everyone knows there's yeah. no punching involved. It's, it's gentle. true. It's very. It's well. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, once you're it doesn't kinda... have to be gentle if you're the kind of person who doesn't want it to be gentle. <laughs> Mildly unrelated, but what just popped in my head is that. Is there is there anything better than playing with your clit while someone is fisting you? I don't think so, right? Um, and <laughs> I also recommend. I also um, when so if I'm touching my clit while he's fisting me and I come um, or just like so so she's coming. What am I gonna do with this fist now? Like as I'm coming and he withdraws very slowly mm. that feels incredible during the orgasm yes, to withdraw. Like as i'm coming he just like very slowly takes his hand out
0: so that you've already finished your orgasmic arc uh, as you leave or are you completely out before the end of the orgasm yes,
3: yes completely out by the end of the orgasm but it, it needs to be through the orgasm duration that you are exiting
0: Okay, kind of like anal beads.
3: I actually wouldn't know.
0: Okay, sorry. It says one thing people use the anal beads for is to pull them out slowly during yeah, orgasm.
3: It's not a chainsaw.
0: Oh yeah, you're not like. <laughs> <rearm."> <laughs> well, the chainsaw sounds terrifying. It's it's it's, it's uh, the lawnmower, the lawnmower cord. I think. Is. Whoa. Um, okay, so. Oh, oh, um, Jess, you're thinking of all the things right now. Like, There,
2: there is, you Allison Moon is going to, is, is going to throw down too. That's so, true. You're in good hands. I'm so you're excited. In good hands. I just want to, I just want to say one more thing. And that is, um, you fisting is, is totally possible in more than one position. I really like being on my back being fisted. I also really like being on all fours in front of him. Awesome. Um, mm-hmm. which it still blows my mind how the physics of that works, but it works really well. So try try having someone be on all fours in front of you if you're going to fist someone. I mean, are we, the physics uh, uh, row, are you
0: behind her where you can't see her face if you're fisting from that position?
3: Correct. Behind her, not seeing her face. Mm-hmm. I think I've actually gone deeper into you from that position simply because uh, you know your, your vaginal canal is a little deeper in that position. Mm-hmm. Um and I think, yeah, that was the, yeah, I got past the the thumb to pinky bridge, past that, in that position.
0: Congratulations.
3: Oh, yes. Thank you. Thank you.
0: Hey, thank you so much for spending some time coming out last night. And, and, and this is a really cool, magical thing. You didn't even know. You didn't even know.
2: You were going to be the fisting episode. Represent. I am so honored to go from <laughs> being that person who... Very hyperactively asked you, Sandra, when are you going to do a fisting episode? To we're here in my Airbnb discussing fisting. Yeah. Well, (laughs) it's got to, it's important. So,
0: all right, you guys, as we say on the show, go team fun! Go Go team team fun!
3: fun!
0: (laughs) Oh my God, that's amazing.
2: Yeah.
1: Now leaving nerdist.com.